Let's talk for a minute about uh, the top five skills for camper van conversion. And of course, there's a thousand skills for camper van conversion. But but I think that that it's easy enough to kind of understand this this these overarching concepts that you need in order to to really make it happen. And there are some ideas in here that will I think will help you if you're not already an experienced builder. One of the really great things about camper van conversion is when you get on these uh, Facebook forums and and YouTube videos and stuff man anybody can do it <laughs> you know it's like if you can if you can basically manage tools then you can you can convert a van and and even then there's so much now that can be bought prefabricated that you can just put in there and and anchor down and you're good to go you know and and so much electrical stuff and you know get yourself a solar generator you know with a couple hundred amp hours of of battery life and plug stuff in and off you go you're you're good and and even then anybody who who's determined can learn the more complex and detailed stuff like wiring and plumbing and all that so uh so that's amazing and and that's one of the reasons I love this industry so much uh, but let's start with some with some foundational concepts. So tip number one, or skill number one, is I think is planning. And when I say planning, I, I just mean the ability to have a vision for what it is you want, and then be able to formulate that in a number of ways, and particularly on paper. And in, if necessary, if you want to use, you know, planning software or drawing software, uh, computer-aided design, that kind of thing. But really, a, a couple of lists and some, some physical drawings is all you really need. You don't have to get into software at all. But making that plan, taking the time to really think about it before you lurch into anything, you know, We've got some articles on vansage.com about how to purchase your your van, and one of the things I really have harped on in there is is to not make emotional decisions or snap decisions uh, when it comes to buying a van because it's something you're going to have to live with for a long time or turn around and sell right away if it's completely wrong for you uh, or trash if it's completely ruined you know in terrible shape. Uh, I'll I'll tell you a story about a painter I used to work with years ago. Uh, he had a very high end of business. He, well, for example, he painted Bill Gates's house in, in, in the Seattle area in Kirkland, Washington. So, and he get gets paid a lot of money to just to do house painting, uh, because he was he he also planned his business very well. So anyway, I'm popping in for a few seconds to let you know that you can get all seven daily episodes of the Campervan podcast for the coming week in advance, plus the Van Sage newsletter delivered to your inbox every Sunday evening. There's a link in your podcast app right below this episode. Pause this show for a few seconds to click that link or head to vansage.com where you'll find a sign-up form so you can get the free podcast premium feed and the weekly newsletter loaded with excellent, valuable van life articles, pictures, links to resources, and more. One of the things he would do is he would stand in front of a wall and just look at it and contemplate it and scratch his chin. And then he'd go outside and have a cigarette. And then he'd come back in and look at it some more. But then when it came to applying the paint and getting the job done, it came out perfect every time. And that's because he was willing to be methodical and patient. It it was beyond willingness with him. It was just his habit. It was just how he worked, how he had always worked. And 
I recommend that for planning your camper van build. I call it skill number one because I think planning, being patient, taking your time uh, without getting into procrastination. Uh, go back a few episodes to hear about procrastination. That's number one. Number two, the number two skill for camper van conversion, I think, as far as I'm concerned, is safety. I did a, an episode. In fact, it might even be episode number one. Uh, I'm not sure which one it is. It doesn't matter. I've got an episode about being safe while building. You know, because the thing is, if you get injured, nothing else matters. If you if you blow out an eyeball because you weren't wearing goggles while you were running a, a, a chop saw, your van conversion concerns are going to quickly move to the back burner. So so be safe and, and make that a skill that you develop over time. Hell, make it part of your planning to be safe. Plan for gloves and goggles and lung protection and skin protection and everything else. So yeah, uh, safety is tip number two. Skill number three, uh, cleanliness and organization. I've already talked about that in another episode. Organize everything you can in order to be more efficient. And I, I don't mean go overboard and within reason, organize everything you can. Um, like for example, I, I do have hardware and fastener organizers, you know, those plastic boxes that with a lot of little cells that you can put stuff in, but sometimes I'll put all the wood screws, you know, small to medium wood screws together in one, one tray. I don't make separate trays for every single size, but just doing that one thing saves me so much time. I'm not digging through a toolbox or, or some box full of junk for fasteners. I know where they are and I keep them organized. And that saves me so much time in terms of conversion and improvement projects. So yeah, and then of course, cleanliness, which I talked about. Go back to that episode about keeping uh, a clean shop and workspace while you build. Really important to avoid injury, to stay organized, to save time, to not buy extra stuff, not extra tools, not extra parts or materials. Uh, yeah, cleanliness and organization. Number four of the top five skills for camper van conversion is tool knowledge and practice. Many of us have worked with all kinds of tools all our lives. I'm one of those people. I'm very fortunate. But sometimes, like for example, I've never really been much of a metal worker until recently. And I just got, last year I got a drill press. I've worked with them before, even in, you know in high school shop and stuff, but, but I'd never owned one. And getting comfortable with that thing and really knowing how it works and how to take care of it has made a huge difference. And, you know, I mean, I know that because first of all, I made, I'd made mistakes and screwed things up and bought the wrong drill press vice and stuff like that. And, and, but then when I took the time to get comfortable with it and learn it, now I can efficiently, quickly, you know, accurately drill holes in steel and wood or plastic or whatever, really great tool. And if you've never worked with tools and you're, you know, you're forced to deal with learning how to use, with using tools for the first time because you want or need to build out and convert a van. You know, when you get a new tool, if, if at all possible, before you buy that tool, at the very least, watch YouTube videos about it, how to skill saw, how to cordless drill, etc. It's of course better if you know someone who has those tools and knows how to use them. If you don't know someone who knows how to use the tools you need, go find somebody, meet somebody, talk to people in the hardware store, get as much knowledge and information as you can. You know, speaking of that, of talking to people in the hardware store, 
you know, you go into a Home Depot sometime or even a local hardware store and you ask a question and they're short tempered and don't, don't want to answer your question and don't have time for you. And, you know, the, uh, who is this person who doesn't know, understand skill saws? Well, you know what? There's another hardware store down the street. And even if there isn't, talk to someone else in there or uh, go to your community center where you know people or your church or wherever family members learn about tools. And then if possible, find someone who will help you practice. If not, when you buy a tool before you plunge into the $200 sheet of cabinet grade oak plywood, get yourself some scraps you know, from the the warehouse that has scraps outside or whatever, and practice using that tool till you can cut a straight line over a long distance. Whatever it is you need to do, drill vertical holes, all the all the things you need to do with your various tools. So take the time to get comfortable with them. And also, there's reading. I mean, just Google stuff, and there's tons of blogs and sites and. Uh, you can look up user manuals for any tool, and most of them have instructions and warnings and what to do and what not to do. And so, yeah, tool knowledge practice is number four. Number five of the top five skills for camper van conversion is coachability and willingness to learn, which I've already covered to some extent in number four. But the thing is, this is an attitude. A lot of people just don't have it. They want to go for the first time, pick up a skill saw, or they want to you know, just, well, I can build a cabinet. It's no big deal. Well, uh, cabinet making is a fine art and there are people who are way better at it than you are. And if you can become coachable about cabinet making, you can massively, massively improve your van build and save yourself time and money and make something better just by having the attitude, I am willing to learn. I don't know everything. Or how about this one? I don't know. Just just that one phrase, I don't know. If that's not in your vocabulary, I suggest that you embrace it. Because every day in reality, we all come across things that we don't know about. So, so yeah, I, I know I'm being a little preachy here, but I've just learned both from teaching, you know, I teach art in another uh, life. And the people who make the greatest art are the ones who ask the most questions and are, are the most open to learning and to coaching and instruction. Um, they ask, well, again, they ask the most questions. They, they read the material and watch the videos more than other people, all that stuff. So become coachable. That's number five of my top five skills for camper van conversion. Now, if you have questions or comments, you can reach me at podcast at vansage.com via email or pop over to any post advancedage.com and leave a comment. And I'll either answer it in the comments directly or, or reply to your comment, or I might even answer your questions on the show. Once again, if you're hearing this, it's because you're not getting the premium feed. Head over to advancedage.com and enter your email address for exclusive access to free, valuable stuff. So, what do you get? This is a daily podcast, but we only release six episodes on this public feed each week. Episode 7 is only for premium members. When you sign up at Vansage.com, not only do you get early access to the Camper Van Podcast episodes, you also get Episode 7. Each week I'll send you a link to download in advance all seven episodes for that week. Also, you get the Vansage.com newsletter that includes exclusive articles and links to awesome van life stuff not available on the site or the podcast. I won't spam you or sell your email address. That would be ridiculous. I value your trust 
and promise not to abuse it. Again, all this is free, so head to vansage.com and enter your email address. Don't miss out on the valuable, free, exclusive extras. Okay, I have a favor to ask you. Please help get the word out. Nothing beats word of mouth, and the best way to achieve that in the modern era is to share the link to the Camper Van Podcast on social media, such as Facebook, Instagram, your blog, YouTube channel, or other platforms. You can also send it old school style via email or even text message. Also, iTunes reviews are much appreciated. If you feel compelled to head over to iTunes and give us five stars, that would be wonderful. Okay, thanks again for tuning in, and I will see you on the road. I've got the blue bonnet so-and-so, and the child got the blue about me. Morning. It's my heart full, I've been crying.